0: I'm just so thankful for this journey, and when Mark and I wrote this book, we did it because we, we realized that our own journeys have been shaped by the ability to ask, and it's so important for each and every person to know that. Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Baloo.
1: Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I'm your host, Nikki Ballou. And boy, do we have a couple of exciting guests lined up for you today. This is one of the most iconic couples in all of personal development. One of them is the legendary co-creator of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series, Mark Victor Hansen. And together with him is his phenomenal wife, Crystal Hansen, and they have worked on a brand new book called Ask. I am so excited to have them here with you. Welcome to the show, Mark and Crystal.
0: Thank you, Nikki. We are so happy to be here with you. We
2: are beyond delighted. Thank you, sir. It's been fun talking to you already, and this is going to be one of the most enlightening, elevating, asking podcasts ever. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So look, uh,
1: Mark, you are an icon in the industry and I think most of my listeners know who you are, but they may not know every aspect of the background of your story, your backstory. And Crystal, I don't think they know your backstory either. And one of the ways in which my listener really opens their heart so they can serve the people they're meant to serve is by opening their heart to you first. And the best way for them to do that is to get to know you. So tell us your backstory.
2: My backstory first, then, just real quick, is, uh, you know, in 1974, I thought I was really a hot guy and and building geodesic domes in New York City. And all of a sudden, they were building them out of plastic, PVC, polyvinyl chloride, wrong time, went bankrupt. I went bankrupt so fast, Nikki, that I had to check a book out of the library, How to Go Bankrupt By Yourself. Well, after six (laughs) months of hiding out, depressed, despondent, disconsolate, freaked out, and thinking that my net worth and my self-worth were the same, I started to ask the questions like in our book, Ask. We say, ask yourself, ask others, and ask God. And I asked God, okay, God, what's my destiny, which is what were the critical question we think everyone needs to ask during isolation. And it came through in the middle of the night that I was supposed to be a speaker, author. And I thought, God, are you talking to the right guy? And uh, I went to my roommates. I was living out in Hicksville, Long Island, New York, with uh, the other guys. And I said, any of you guys know anyone that's young, not a cotton top, a celebrity a superstar business guy or a doctor or a, uh, something like that. And they said, yeah, yeah, there's a young guy speaking, a little older than you up in Hawpaw, Long Island, New York. I raced out there Listen, listened to this guy mesmerize the audience for three hours. I asked him, I said to Chip Collins, I said, can I take you to lunch? He said, I love a free lunch. And I said, well, tell me how to do this business. And he did, but he said, look, chance you're making is one in a thousand you know, I don't care what you ask me, I'll tell you, but you're going to have to go into the whole life insurance business and ask them for business. It's a bottomless pit. Long story, very, very short. I did a thousand talks the first three years in the business. And then all of a sudden people said, um, wow, that story is just great. Do You have it in a book, started doing books immediately. And uh, a half billion books later, I think I'm going to be good at this. And 309 books and 59 number one New York Times bestseller. So I'm more than pleased, blessed, thankful. And, and especially now that I've got a wife that I can write with and she's brighter than I am. And that's an incredible story, man. I
1: mean, what you created in terms of the chicken soup, uh, for the soul series with, uh, with Jack is, is mesmerizing in and of itself to borrow one of the words you used (laughs) in your answer. So crystal, how about you?
0: Well, since, like you said, Nikki, I think a lot of people look at successful people or people who they perceive to be successful and think that maybe it was easy or, you know, it just we just somehow got here. And I, I'll tell you, I think I'll start with one of the most challenging times in my life, which was when I was 21 years old. I was one of those kids. High school was very easy for me, so I accelerated my curriculum and graduated at age 16 and married uh, my boyfriend who was five years older than I. And two and a half years later, I found myself in a new city with a baby on my hip, no husband, and absolutely no way of supporting myself. No idea what I was going to do for work. So I did the only thing I could think of, which was to apply for food stamps. So I remember standing at the grocery store that first time and I I was getting ready to turn over the food stamps to pay for my food this huge question just popped into my mind. How did I get here? And followed by a second question, am I really doing everything I can using all the resources I have to get out of this or am I taking the easy way out? And as I asked myself those questions, I immediately knew the answer. And as I was turning those food stamps over to the cashier, I was literally, and I'll never forget this moment. It was one of those pivotal moments in my life. I was saying to myself as I'm handing these to her, this will not be my future. and so i went home and just started asking myself a whole bunch of questions. how can i go to work tomorrow? what kind of work can i do? and i knew i'd heard on the radio, you know, temporary service agencies. So I called Kelly services and registered with them and, and, uh, they would, you know, call you every day and, and and give me a choice of jobs. And I, and then I found out there were two other service agencies I could register with. And there were no rules that said you couldn't register with more than one that I, that I knew of. So I registered with three. So I started getting, um, all these jobs that I could do temporary jobs. And I was working in attorney's offices. I was setting up booths of malls. I was working at, um, in sales when conventions would come through town. And I started learning a lot about myself, Nikki. And that was, you know, I, I realized I actually had an aptitude for business and especially for sales and that I really, really like people. And so I decided to uh, go to real estate school. I love homes. I'd always loved decorating and and uh, home, so I I got my real estate license, and a year and a half from that time that I was turning over those food stamps um, at the to the cashier, I was working for the top home builder in my city. Um, I became the number one realtor, and. I was also modeling for an agency. I had approached a couple of modeling agencies at the same time because people had said, Oh, you should you should try to model. So I did. I just went for the top one and, and they said yes. I asked, they said yes. So my son and I I did some national television commercials which paid very good residuals. So we, you know, for my little boy and I, we had great screen actor skill benefits. You know, and so my life took this huge pivot, and I often thought back what if I had gone the other direction? What if I had not asked those tough questions and answered them and continued to ask? Because at the time, as as easy as it sounds in this story, it was very painful and very difficult. I was crying every night, not knowing what to do. And, you know, it's very easy when you're feeling like that to just sink into your desperation and your helplessness and start to feel hopeless. And I'm just so thankful that, I recognized that I could pull myself in it, out of it by asking the right questions, asking myself and then asking others and asking God. And I, I'll tell you, I had a very pow- powerful experience when I was throughout that time where God basically gave me some direction that kept me out of doing something that could have ended in absolute disaster because I was very desperate at the time. So I'm just so thankful for this journey. And when Mark and I wrote this book, we did it because we we realized that our own journeys have been shaped by the ability to ask. And it's so important for each and every person to know that.
1: Crystal, your story is just as mesmerizing as Mark's, I'll tell you. <laughs> um, a sweetheart, I, oh, God bless your heart for saying that, but it's true. I'll tell you that it really resonated for me because I was married and I thought that my uh, marriage was a forever marriage at the time. And my youngest son, we, had, we have two sons together, in uh, 2009, he got really sick. He, he'd actually been born with something called congenital tracheal stenosis. In English, that means his windpipe was too narrow. Not a big deal for you or me or Mark, a really big deal for a newborn infant. A really, really big deal, right? His mother freaked out. So initially, uh, you know, when that happened, when he was two months old, uh, he was in the hospital for a month, but he got out. He was better. And then at, at, at age one and a half, he went back in. And this time, you know, he got better even more quickly. But I'll tell you, his mom was freaked out. And I did not know how to handle that. You know, I'd been raised in a culture... Uh, where I was taught to be a certain way with women, with my wife. And it was to, you know, put on this facade, this mask of, hey, I'm tough. I can handle it. And she got freaked out, and I didn't handle it really well. What I should have done is put my arm around her and said, honey, don't worry about it. We're going to face this together. He's going to be fine. I got your back. And instead, I got upset, and I fought with her, you know. And she decided she didn't want to be with me anymore. And I sunk into a deep pit of despair, Deep, deep pit of despair. And, you know, I couldn't see my children for over a month. And I wondered if life was worth living. That's how rough it got for me. But thankfully, I had uh, the good fortune of having good people around me. And one of them introduced me to a man who became one of my mentors who helped me pull myself out of that despair. He helped me take responsibility for how I'd been inside the relationship, stop pointing the finger at her. And then over a period of time, slowly, slowly, I I came out of being in a situation where I had this fantastic business that I almost lost, sleeping on my mother's couch, to uh, I created a new business, bigger and better. And I rebuilt my relationship with my ex. We're not back together again, but we have a very good relationship to the point where she, the kids, and I, and my current lady have gone on vacation together and everybody had a good time and said they'd do it again. So yeah, it's pretty cool. But that's why I really love your story, Crystal, because I think it's powerful. And you mentioned the word pivot. And I think that's a powerful word right now that I'd like both of you to comment on, because it appears to me that today in the age of this pandemic, a lot of people need to learn how to pivot. You know, if you stay stuck and inflexible, it's really not going to work for your business. What are your comments on that?
0: you're absolutely right, Nikki, and your story is so powerful. And it's, you know, it's just so human. It's so typical of our human experience. And it is so important for each of us to learn to pivot again and again and again in our relationships, in our career, and even in our sense of, you know, our bigger purpose in this world. And um, I, I think, you know, that's why we love the idea of asking questions because we found that when you're stuck like that, it's the most simple path to understanding how you need to pivot. And we talk about in the book, these self-intervention questions. If you're at that, in that space or having difficulties in your relationship, really sitting down with yourself and saying, what thoughts am I thinking right now about this experience? What emotions am I feeling right now about this situation and why? What beliefs are behind these emotions? What automatic negative thoughts are popping up and why? And i am I responding to what's actually happening or what I heard or saw? or am I responding to my own baggage, my own fears inside? And so, we can save ourselves so much trouble and pain and and save our relationships, pivot our relationships from going straight downhill and, and turn them to, you know, an upward direction. And, and it's so important. And, and that applies to everything, our relationships, our career, anything we're doing in life. I mean, life is tough. It's not always easy. It's beautiful. It's joyful. It's amazing. But it is challenging. And it's when we can get through these challenges and triumph on the other side that we, we feel so empowered and we start to feel ourselves moving toward our destiny. That's the beautiful and magical thing about it.
2: And I'd like to add to, uh, you know, you can rise to new heights now if you'll pivot by asking the right questions. Let me give you one of the stories, Nikki, out of our book, Ask. We interviewed a guy named Jim Stovall. I don't know if you know the name or not, but at 19 years old, he is a superstar, physically fit, ready to go in the NFL, gets recruited. They do the medical, and the doctor comes back and says, kid, I got bad news for you. He said, I don't want any bad news. He said, in six months, you're going to be permanently and forever more blind. Well, his whole life was crushed. I get goosebumps telling you the story. Now he's incarcerated, self-incarcerated in a 9x12 room with three things, a telephone, a television, and a radio. And his parents come in and said, Jimmy, go down to the blind meeting. You've got to get out of this doldrum. You're stuck. He goes down there and he sits next to a woman and they listen to everybody else complaining. He said, I knew the complaints, so that didn't help. So he said, all my life I've been at, I've loved TV and I want to, I'm going to give you the pivoting question here in one second. But he says, I I said to her, the lady sitting next to me was a blind legal stenographer. And he says, somebody ought to do something about it so we can watch TV And I can see a right hook thrown or something else happened. She turned to him, hit him in the elbow and said, why can't we do something? And that's what everyone listening has got to do is why can't we figure out how to fix what's going wrong in the world? Because in in some part of it, every one of us can do that. They decided to start narrative TV. And you're going to love this. 14 million people today are watching, paying $10 a month for narrative TV that narrates TV and movies. And then when in the book, it's a long story, but we'll, he wrote a book that was wonderful. And I was asked to write the endorsement in Ford for it called The Ultimate Gift. And I said, this is such a great book. It's got to be a movie. And he said, he'll forever thank me for helping him to make it a movie. He made $100 million on it. He finished his story with us by saying, I now write books that I can't read. And I now make movies that I can't see. And every one of us is feeling that stuckedness, and we got to repivot. Everybody, 100% of us, eight billion people alive, have got to repivot. We got to rethink. We got to reinvent. We've got to reinnovate our lives because this thing is stifling and stopping us if we let it. And and it's up to us and podcasts like this to release our freedoms.
1: I'm speechless. That is an incredible story. Uh, Jimmy Stoville is my newest hero, because if this fellow can find a way to take those lemons that life gave him and make lemonade, I got no excuses
2: whatsoever. Like none. My life is fantastic. Oh, my God. I'll introduce you to him so you can interview him. Let me go one step further with this pivot. May I? Of course, please. And it would be an honor to interview him. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've written a book called How to Be Up and Down Times. And what I say is that we're going to go in, as we get out of this thing, seven things are going to happen to do $50 trillion economy. I'll just give you one now that we're advisors to, which is a company called QCI in Michigan. And what they're doing, I'm going to do it in lay language, they turning trash into cash. Now, what does that mean? Well, every one of us, whether we want to or not, creates five pounds of garbage a day. And and our landfills in North America are all full, basically. And somebody's got to do something about it. So this guy spent 20 years, $300 million, Dean Rose at QCI, to turn it around. Now he's turning water back to water, clean pure water, metal back to metal, plastic 99% back to plastic, fuels back to fuel. And instead of having a waste, he asked himself, how can I turn all that around, and that alone is a $10 trillion a year industry in just North America. So, you know, and and a lot of people are going to, be. it's going to take 22 million jobs just to fulfill that. So we're in, if you get out of the doldrums, if you get out of the stuck in this, if you pivot and start looking at these seven things I'm talking about and ask yourself why and what can I do about it, you're going to transform your life and help transform our world to a bigger, better, stronger, more opportunistic time. I
1: love that. I think that's super, super powerful, Mark. I'll tell you, um, I've been in uh, a business for the last several years where I look for folks who have been around a while and have got some expertise through living. You know, they may professionally be selling this expertise and helping people. They may not be. But what I've done is I put a program together to help these folks become the thought leader in their space. And the definition of a thought leader is an expert, someone who knows something, a thought leader is someone who's known for knowing something. And we've done this through primarily through live events and then with some stuff that we do online. Well, the economy doesn't allow you to do live events right now, right? So just (laughs) it's done. So, and that's where we made 95% of our income, right? Is through that part. Everything else was delivery. So we said, okay, okay we're going to have to figure out a way to do what we used to do in live events online. So we we pivoted our live event to a, an online Zoom event, and it went really well. Was it perfect? No, but it went really well. And then, you know, you and I spoke uh, a couple of weeks ago, and when we spoke, I was telling you about the fact that I've been doing this podcast for four years now, and it took me a while to get all the kinks out. It took me a long time to Figure out what not to do, and so forth. And I also thought that this is an opportunity for me to create a whole new revenue stream, but also to be of service to people who have always thought about doing a podcast or finding a way to take their business online, because a podcast can be a great way to monetize your expertise online. So I'm doing a uh, an inaugural webinar this Thursday evening, tomorrow night, and. We're going to put this out there to the world. And when we spoke, Mark, I was thinking, okay, the only way I'm going to deliver this is I'm going to sell my program. And, you know, you told me, you said, Nikki, you know what? Give a lot of this away. Do you remember that conversation where you told me to do that? Yes, sir. So guess yes, what? Sir. I'm going to give the basic how to do your, your podcast away for free. So anyone wants to go do a podcast, we're going to show them what equipment to buy. We're going to show them what recording software to get. We're going to show them how to do all that basic stuff. What we'll charge for is if someone wants some help with figuring out what message their podcast ought to be about, which audience they should go after, how to monetize it, how to get great guests like yourself on it. That we'll charge for. But I want a million people to see what we're doing and say, okay, I'm going to go jump out and do my podcast. Because that way, the sum total of expertise in the world will rise exponentially. And I got that just
2: out of a single conversation with you. So thank you for that. You're more than welcome. Look, Crystal and I want to be thought leaders. We were just even asked by our publisher if we do something on how to be a power couple and use your expertise, because most people have never thought about being a power couple. And back to your first uh, couple paragraphs, how you ask yourself, how do you have a relationship that works? Ours, forgive me for bragging a little bit, but ours Is phenomenal. If you don't mind, can I just talk about the beginning of our relationship? Absolutely, man. Go ahead. Listen, the people want to hear
1: from you, less from me. So the more you talk, the better.
2: (laughs) Well, Well, listen, we love listening to you. So what happens is Crystal's mom says, Hey, you're writing a book. You've got to ask yourself if you can get into this seminar called 101. Crystal comes. I see her. She is just radiantly beautiful. I find out she's divorced. It's a VIP room. And I'm surrounded by people but she's on the other side but I'm paying attention to what she's doing and all of a sudden a woman hits her uh with a glass of red wine and it it spills all over well I I part the sea of the people surrounding me asking me a a lot of questions and I say can I take you to where the club soda is I can solve this (laughs) red wine problem immediately well we get out it's now like 9:30 on a on a weeknight, and and but there's thousands of people. There's one talk to me for a few minutes about how to write their book, and I said, uh, "We can't." Are you hungry? She said, "I'm gonna eat." and I said, "Me but I can't stay here. Everybody wants two minutes." So, we go off site. But the best part is, we arrive, and because you've seen pictures of Crystal, she is radiantly. I, I like to say plucra-trudeness just emanates out of every pore of her being, this spiritual percent. And the guy sees her, and there's a long line, and $100 won't get us in. So I go, okay, we just walk up, and whatever he says, I'm going to ask, because I've been selling since I was nine years old in marketing. So the guy says, okay, I give up. Who is she? Thinking she's a movie star, because she has that kind of radiance. I said, you don't recognize her? Remember, I teach asking, so you don't recognize her? He said, no, who is she? He says, I'm joking. We're both Danish. I said, she's the queen of Denmark. He first says, no, she's not. And then all of a sudden, he's, oh, my gosh. Who are you? I said, who travels with the queen? He said, you're the king. And like that, we had a table. The point is, you've got to learn to ask and be spontaneous and know how to be what we're teaching how to do and ask the bridge from your dreams. Just be a master asker. Because every one of us hit situations every day where you got to learn how to ask. I love it. That's so awesome. Okay, let's dive into this book. Let's
1: dive into what it's all about. So guys, the the message in the book is really powerful. Walk us through how you want people to utilize it.
0: So Nikki, like we mentioned before, we discovered there are three ways through which you need to learn to ask, and that is ask yourself, ask others, and ask God. And each one of those is equally important and opens up a pathway for you to bring your dreams to your destiny. But what we discovered through our research is that most people have roadblocks to asking. We found seven roadblocks to asking, and those are unworthiness, you know, just conditioning from our childhood that tells us we don't deserve better naivete. We're just unaware of what's possible because maybe we grew up with limited possibilities. I tell this story of, um, it's called Melda and the Mangoes. And I said, you know, we had this beautiful little Filipina woman working for us when my Children were very young, and she would make these wonderful dishes for us and and cook for us. And she showed up one day with this wonderful fruit. She had it cut up on a plate, and it was orange and deep orange. And I, I tasted it, and it was the juiciest, most amazing fruit I'd ever tasted. I said, "Melda, what is this?" And she said, "It's a mango." And I said, a mango? How come I've never tasted a mango before? I know, you know, I've heard of them before. I'm a girl from Idaho. I, I we ate a lot of potatoes, but no mangoes. And I thought, I, I thought of myself as quite a worldly person. You know, I traveled to, to all over Europe and whatnot. But I thought, how silly. And I said, where do you get these? And she goes, at the grocery store. <laughs> and I thought, you know, how many other things in life has I have I just passed by because I'm not aware of it? I'm, I'm naive that they even exist. How many, how many people are we passing by every day? How many opportunities just because we're not aware they're there for us and how much better, more amazing, how much juicier could life get, right? If we aren't so naive, if we start to dive into life, to be more curious and to really, you know, experience life to the fullest. Another one of the, uh, roadblocks to asking is doubt. We're just how to ask? You know, it wasn't encouraged in our childhoods. We're just not certain, and excuses are one. Some people are just too darn stubborn to ask. Or, I don't need help. I don't need you know. I can do this by myself. So they just stay where they are forever and ever in their stubbornness. Another one, of course, is fear—just the sheer terror of rejection—and I think that happens for a lot of us. And and what that usually boils down to is, you know, we all need love desperately. And I think the fear of rejection comes down to. A loss of love. Am I going to lose love or acceptance by this? You know, so something we really need to deal with. And then there's just pattern paralysis where we just get stuck in the same old pattern, don't want to do it any differently, don't see it any differently. And I think one of the saddest ones of all, the seventh one, is disconnection. And that's where we've really just become numb to our inner truth, just become numb and disconnected from the dreams in our hearts. And that's really sad because that expresses itself as apathy and lethargy and just not caring. So we tell some amazing, beautiful stories of these roadblocks and how to get through them in the book and how to start to be aware of that so you can move into becoming a master asker.
1: I love this. This is thought leadership at its very finest. You know, one of the things that uh, we teach in our program around thought leadership is it's important to do independent thinking, right? It's important to have a structured process to create your own thought leadership and map it out in the form of powerful intellectual property. And this is incredible intellectual property
2: that you guys have created. So kudos for doing that. Well done. We think success comes from people who have a vision of what they want. But then they master asking to get to their destiny because we think, and what the subtitle of the book is, "The of Ask, The Bridge from Your Dreams to Your Destiny, we believe, and I think you believe, everyone has a destiny. Now, a lot of people that are scared and shut down right now and feeling self-incarcerated because of government-imposed restrictions worldwide, we think they it, it is their time and their privilege to discover and find and then manifest their destiny. And that's what we've been really talking about here all this time together. Mark, I couldn't have put it better
1: myself if I tried for a 100,000 years. That's brilliant and genius.
2: I love you as a promoter. <laughs> for me.
1: God bless your heart, Thank man. God bless your heart. So I really like how you broke it down into ask yourself, ask others, ask God. And I really love The seven roadblocks of unworthiness, naivete, doubt, excuses, fear of rejection, pattern paralysis, and disconnection. As you were sharing these with me, Crystal, I could see examples of where I had embodied all seven of these at various times in my life, and sometimes still do. So it's really powerful to be aware of these roadblocks because it it appears to me that one of the biggest reasons that people don't get past roadblocks, they never transcend them is because they're not even aware they have them. Wouldn't you agree?
0: Oh, Bingo. that's so correct, Nikki. Yes. It all starts with awareness. We're not aware why we're stuck, why we're not moving forward. And so this asking journey, first of all, creates this massive awareness, like, oh yeah, that's me. And, and like you said, most people will identify with at least one, probably more of these roadblocks. And so once you identify with those and you see the stories and how people came through them, you know, stories are metaphors and metaphors are patterns for our brain to recognize. And that we learn so quickly from stories because that's how our brains work. And so it's so beautiful to see these journeys of other people. And then we we interviewed like 26 other people who their entire journey, we started back a lot of times from their childhood with just these terrific examples of how they became master askers, the journey forward, how they asked themselves, how they asked others, how they got through that. And of course, how they surrendered and asked God and, and found their bigger purpose in life um, one of the things we discovered we did a lot of research for this book and we found that people are much more willing to ask than people think people are, we're all afraid to ask because we have we come in with these preconceived notions that some people are gonna think we're dumb or, or, or we're unaware or you know we're desperate so we hold back and don't ask but the truth is, through the research, we found that people actually like to grant wishes. we have a whole section in the book called Be a Granter of Wishes. But people, if you just ask, if you're just willing to put yourself out there and start to ask, you will be so amazed at how often your requests are fulfilled or granted, even if it's just a request for advice, for a connection, for a thought, whatever it is. We have a great story um, of a woman named Lynn Marquis in the book, and she um, right out of college, she just wanted to go into the nonprofit space so much. She loved helping nonprofits. so she started working for a couple big organizations and one of them was she she was working for this uh, camp for children and, They took disadvantaged children and, you know, provided their their entire summer camping experience. So she had gotten a connection to this woman who was like ultra rich, had control of this huge foundation, and she was going to have this meeting. And she was so nervous and so scared, but she knew it was just the work was so important. She had to do it. So she sat down with this woman for the first time. And, and she was so scared she had to admit it because she was shaking and sweating. And she's like, I'm so sorry. You can tell. I think I'm so nervous. And, and the woman was so loving. She said, you know, it's okay to be nervous. We're all nervous at some point in our lives. And she said, so she gave her pitch and her presentation. She said, here's the camp and here's everything it does. And we, and you know, would you be able to sponsor, do a sponsorship? And she said, how much is it? She said, $5,000 for each child. And she said, could you do that? And she said, well, how many, the woman answered back, she said, well, how many children? And she gave her the number of children. She said, I'll have my, I'll, I'll have my staff write the check on Monday morning to sponsor all of the children. <laughs> wow, and Lynn said, jaw just dropped. And she was so stunned. And she thought, here I was so afraid to ask. She was so scared to ask for $5,000. But what, you know, when she got over fear, I mean, I wouldn't, she didn't really get over it. She just, Powered through it, which was what we have to do sometimes. And this woman went beyond answering her request. And that's the way things go often, if we're willing to get past these roadblocks, to get past our fears, and start to ask because, you know, we are one another's greatest resource. And so I love what you said, Nikki, about about giving something to people. You know, you're you're willing to give what you know, give some of your expertise because people could really use it right now. And I really believe all of that comes back to you tenfold or more. It's such a beautiful thing. It's it's the cycle of giving and receiving. And we all just need to get a whole lot more comfortable with that.
1: Crystal, once again, I'm speechless. That was such a beautiful <laughs> story, such a beautiful example. Uh, I'll tell Thank you- probably- Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, it it really is that powerful. I'm listening to this and thinking to myself, My God, I've I've got so many things that I want to accomplish. And I've held myself back from asking. And people think I'm a good asker, but I actually think I'm a pretty mediocre asker, at least have been so far. I am so determined to fully consume this book and become a master asker. <laughs> so I just want to thank you for coming on the show because you know I get to interview you and share your wisdom with my audience. But really, I get a, a, a complimentary consultation from two of the greatest thought leaders in the world on the subject of
2: asking. How cool is that?
0: Oh, thank you, Nikki. Well, We're so I, happy to
2: do it. I want to grant you one more wish, because I've written a lot of notes of what you've told us today, and, and you want to help a million people get to podcasts. I I don't want to be negative about how long this is going to last, but what I want to say is it is a worldwide problem, this pandemic, and I think you need to expose yourself to all 10 English-speaking countries, and then you got to know that English is the language of the world. And today, thanks to the Internet and 5G coming out by the end of this year and worldwide and all the stuff that Alana is doing, we need to go and you need to expose and get everybody to do this because it will get a lot of people working again because if people start thinking in the zone that we're in, you're in it with us, self-help action, they can do it. And then, And Can I do one gigantic ask before we finish? Absolutely. We want to have the world's biggest book club. So we're asking everyone to do two things. A, go to Amazon.com only because there's no bookstores open anywhere in the world. <laughs> which, is, which, is, which is heartbreaking because I love bookstores and I'm an addict. But go to Amazon.com, buy a copy of our Ask, A-S-K, Exclamation, Art, The Bridge from Your Dreams, Your Destiny. Send a receipt to reception. At Mark Victor Hansen, H-A-N-S-E-N and what we're going to do is invite you free into the world's biggest book club. And Crystal, you want to say what we're going to be doing?
0: Yeah, we just thought it'd be so much fun. We're going to do a private event, um, like an online, you know, obviously virtual event. We can't do it live, but we're going to invite everybody to a big book club discussion. So we'd love for everybody. Once you get the book, send us the receipt and uh, your email, and we'll 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 invite you to this to this big event, because we want to discuss the book. We want it to be meaningful in people's lives. We want it to really apply and be able to talk through the important things together. We just think that's so important, especially at this time. So please join us, send your receipt to reception at markvictorhanson.com when you get a chance. And also, um, we're on Facebook, Twitter, you know, LinkedIn, everything. I'm Crystal Dwyer Hansen, D-W-Y-E-R Hansen, And Mark, of course, is Mark Victor Hansen. Um, but we'd love to connect with you, stay connected, you know, support each other's journeys and get through this together.
2: And then you said you want every, to fully consume our book and we're thankful for that. And then we've got one bigger ask and that is, if somebody buys a hundred books or more, we've had universities do it for the graduating class. We've had churches do it already because we really want to make, we think asking is even more important than the chicken soup for the soul series that I created with Jack. And, and what we're saying is if you do a hundred, several things happen. One is we're going to invite you to where we live here in Scottsdale, Arizona. We're going to do a private one day seminar with all the people that do a hundred or more books. We've got people by 300 and 500, all kinds of stuff. And number two is we're going to invite them all to dinner at our house and they're going to meet all the other master askers literally from around the world. Cause we've been on doing podcasts now, uh, basically around the clock and everywhere from Australia to Europe. And it's just, and all over America, of course, and Canada. And we just, We're loving every second, and and everyone we've met like you has been beyond spectacular. And and one little post just for you, and that is I believe that podcasting is the new TV and the new uh, radio. And it just so we want to let everybody uh, grow.
1: Awesome! 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 So, is the book available in hard copy as well right now, or is it just available as an e-book?
0: Uh, yes, no, it's hard copy. It's a beautiful hard copy book. We love the way it turned out. We we posted a, a humorous video yesterday on our social media about giving birth yeah, I to saw our baby. That.
1: That's awesome. <laughs>
0: Anyhow, yeah, so the hardcover's available. Um, people are loving it. And, uh, you know, of course, Kindle, too. So, yes.
2: So if people go to my Facebook, they can all see our baby because Crystal and I are standing <laughs> there. It was her idea totally. And and we're going to do unique, you know, sort of wacky, fun stuff about how to do a book. I love it.
1: So I tell you what, I, I always... Uh, buy books from those of my guests that I'm interested in. So I'm going to buy a bunch of your books. I'll talk about it privately with you because I'd like to get them signed from you if I could from, for some of my best clients. Um,
2: Well, then we charge extra.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice, nice. So, But here's the thing, right? And I'm going to speak to my listener for a moment. Listener, you know that we have very special guests on the show today. Mark Victor Hansen and Crystal Dwyer Hansen are icons in the industry. They are two of the top thought leaders in the world. They've done original intellectual property work here with their new book. You need to buy this book. In my opinion, this is probably the most important personal development book that's come out in 2020. It may very well be the most important book so far in the 21st century. Don't just buy yourself a copy of the book. Buy a minimum of 10 copies. Have these copies and give them to your friends. Give them to your clients. Give them to your family members. Give them to people you care about whose lives you want to see improve. Make sure you do this, okay? And 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 let people know that this book exists. Let them know that this book can help change their mm-hmm. lives. And make sure that you spread the word. Take this episode and share it widely, even more than you normally would. Make sure that anyone and everyone in your circle is able to get this message. So, Mark, Crystal, I got to tell you, I really, really love this book. I really love the message of this book. I love what you guys are doing in terms of this book club I love the idea of buying a hundred plus books. I think that's fantastic. Um, I tell you, it's amazing. So we Thank do, you. you're very welcome. Thank you. You're very welcome. So we do this, this this little thing at the end of each and every episode where we ask you as our guest expert to share your top three expert action steps with our listener for how he or she can change their life, their business, and take it to the next level. I'd like each of you to give three expert action steps. And because Mark, you and I are both gentlemen, we're gonna we're gonna ask Crystal to go first. Crystal, what say you?
0: Okay, first action step, my favorite one, spend time with yourself and shut off all the distractions. Right now we're we we do not have as many distractions. And I think this this shutdown has served a, a greater purpose in some ways. So recognize that. And spend time with yourself all alone in silence with really quiet music, because that is the most important time you can spend. That is where your most important ideas and inspiration will come to you. Second one is start writing down every question that comes to you. Start with the self asking, the reflection What do I love about my life? What would I really love to change? What are my greatest strengths? How could I? Bring those strengths to the world in a much greater way. So start writing down those questions. And then the next one is write down the answers. Write all of your answers down. And this is kind of a 3B. <laughs> reflect reflect on the answers. And when you get those answers and you start to get ideas And you start to get a bigger vision for your life. Make sure you're recording it in writing. And then I want you to sit with it and meditate on it and and put it into your imagination. Imagine it in the most big, bold way you can with no limitations. Pretend that the sky's the limit. Don't think about anything else. Let your imagination take over and take you to the nth degree of the way you'd like to be living, what you'd like to be doing. And just feel the emotions of that and make sure, again, to record everything you're doing because you will start to see your life change dramatically if you commit to this time with yourself, 15 minutes a day.
2: Saying exactly the same kind of thing in different words. Number one is, what are you passionately on purpose about that is your golden purpose that you are the best at. It is your superpower. Then number two is you gotta put it in writing. And when you're putting it in writing, what are you gonna get substantially paid for? Substantially, not a little, but a whole lot. The world Pays you like think grow rich says, I bargained with life for a penny and life would pay no more. No matter how I begged at evening when I counted my scanty store for life is just a fair employer should pay what you ask. But once you have to set the wages way well, you must bear the task. So I want you to get paid really well. And then number three is who are you gonna team with? And team means together everyone accomplishes more. And ask yourself. Who are the people that are really doing what I want to do, having what I want to have, going where I want to go, being who I want to be and and fulfilling their destiny and and would be open and willing to help me fulfill my destiny? Wow. Both of you delivered A-plus expert action steps.
1: And as I was listening to you, Crystal, an idea came into my head. I don't know if you and, and Mark have had this idea yourselves, but the vision that came into my head is of a program coming out of this work, a program uh, called Ask, the bridge from your dreams to your destiny. And this program would be one that people would be walked through, maybe online, that would teach them how to become master askers and bring that into their lives to get better relationships, to make more money, uh, to get fitter, et cetera, et cetera. And And I saw that this program would be one where people would would be guided in doing some of this uh, powerful meditation work that you talked about, doing some of this writing work, and they'd have some accountability. So instead of just having like a book that was sold for 20 or $30, this program would be sold for 1000 or 2000 or $3,000, and there'd be, say, a million people taking it around the world. That's the vision that came into my head.
0: Wow, that's beautiful, Nikki, and you are psychic because we have already been sort of uh – you know, outlining that program because it's important. People want a deeper dive. And so we're excited for people to get the book, read through it and get the basics. And then really, we're going to start to elaborate from there and really take people to the next level in their lives. We're super excited about it. So thank you for bringing that up. That's amazing.
2: <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> we accept your great vision and yes. we'll we'll see it with you. I promise. And then we're going to do a subset of what you just said called Ask it the askers where we want to ask the thought leaders. And of course, we're going to have you on our show when we're ready. That's probably six or eight months out, based on how busy we are right now.
1: Oh, that sounds fantastic. It would totally be an honor to be there. Okay. So listener, you've had Mark Victor Hansen and Crystal Dwyer Hansen on the show. And these are two of the top thought leaders in the world. And they're at the top of their game. They are living life as the best version of themselves. And one of the reasons you, listener, listen to this show is because you want to be inspired. You want to learn from these fantastic guests how you can do the same. And maybe you've got one of these, one or more of these seven roadblocks to asking in the way of you giving yourself permission to be the best version of yourself. Maybe you're thinking, well, how can I do it? I don't know how. And I've got an answer for you. First thing you need to do is make sure, if you're not already subscribed to this podcast, that you subscribe to the podcast and that you share this with at least five of your friends and make sure you tell them about the incredible guests that are on here and all the incredible things you've learned. That's number one. Number two, go to our website, ecircleacademy.com and go to this button right in the middle of the page which says free masterclass. Click on that button and consume that masterclass. That masterclass is just under an hour long. And in that masterclass, you're gonna learn about how you can take that God-given genius and expertise within you and turn it into a beautiful, powerful calling and message to bring out to the world that you can monetize and that you can, as Mark said, get substantially paid for it. It's absolutely free. Bring a notebook take really, really good notes, create a plan. And once you've done that, if you still feel like you need more help and support, there's another button on that page which says jump on a success call. That's also free. But in order to get that success call finalized for yourself, you need to fill out a a quick application form. Because, look, I want to have a conversation with you if you're a serious person and you're up to creating a serious, powerful life for yourself. We just want to make sure that it's a good fit. So fill out that application form. Let's jump on a phone call and let's make sure that we help you be, as Mark Victor Hansen said, passionately on purpose, getting substantially paid for what you do and learning how to team together, everyone achieves more. I love that so much. So make sure that you do that. Mark, Crystal, God bless you both. Thank you so much for being guests on our show today. God bless you, Nikki.
0: We've
2: enjoyed every second of it. Thank you.
1: you, sir. Thank you so much. Oh, it's my pleasure. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. To find out more about today's incredible guests, the one and only Mark Victor Hansen and Crystal Dwyer Hansen. Make sure you go to the thoughtleaderrevolution.com, Check out the show notes and make sure that you take into account all the information they gave you about the, the email address to send so you can become part of their book club. And if you're so moved to buy 100 plus books, you get to, when this whole crazy pandemic is over, be part of a dinner that those guys are going to launch. Make sure you take advantage of that, too. Until next time, goodbye.